the Koi Gig part. Who is this serving and what is the end goal would be kind of nice to know. I feel like we haven't had quite enough Irish bias this year, so I am quite happy to see this. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball daily. Welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, we hear from Andy Friend and Ushin Dowling ahead of Connacht's Challenge Cup meeting with Breve. An Ulster player has been cited following a dangerous tackle in Sunday's hammering at sale. Warren Gatlin speaks for the first time following his reinstatement as Wales head coach. And Eddie Jones is heading back to Twickenham. But first, I told you yesterday that it promised to be a huge day in French rugby, and so it's turned out to be. French Rugby Federation President Bernard Laporte has been handed a two-year suspended sentence, having been found guilty of corruption. Laporte was charged with accepting €180,000 from Montpellier owner and main French team sponsor Moed Altrat in exchange for positive decisions from the FFR. The investigation stretched back as far as 2017. Judge Rosemarie Uno also banned Laporte from any involvement in rugby for a period of two years, as well as a fine of €75,000. That involvement ban puts Laporte in a particularly sticky situation, as he's also currently World Rugby's vice chairman. World Rugby have noted the court's decision and their executive committee will meet tonight to discuss their options. Laporte, though, will remain president of the French Rugby Federation for the time being, as he stated his intention to appeal the decision. His lawyer, Jean-Pierre Versini, said afterwards, of course, there is no corruption and influence peddling. There's a bullshit contract that was signed at the wrong time, full stop. Prosecutors had been seeking a one-year guaranteed jail term with two years suspended. For his part in proceedings, Altrat has received an 18-month suspended prison sentence after he was found guilty of active corruption, influence peddling and misuse of corporate assets. He's also been fined €50,000. Altrad's lawyers say a decision regarding an appeal from him will be made in the coming days with his Altrad building group unaffected, they say, by the ruling. Former head of the 2023 World Cup Organising Committee, Claude Atcher, has been fined €5,000 for concealed work for a short period of time with his former colleague at Score Cannes, Benedict Rovere, also fined five grand for the same transgression. The matter is a huge black mark on French rugby with the country set to host the World Cup in just nine months' time. The fallout from Ulster's humiliating defeat away to sale continues. Prop Andy Warwick has been cited for a dangerous tackle on Manu Tuolagi during Sunday's game. Warwick wasn't punished at the time with the tackle deemed accidental, but he will face a disciplinary committee on Thursday. Ulster play host to defending champions Lara Shell on Saturday evening. Connacht must plan without a host of players for Friday's Challenge Cup meeting with Breve. Mac Hansen remains out with a leg injury with the hope that he can return for next week's URC clash with Ulster. Dylan Tierney-Martin is being assessed for an elbow injury while Josh Murphy is following return to play protocols. However, Connacht Director of Rugby Andy Friend says squad rotation has worked in their favour so far this season. It's certainly been a change from last year and last year we... We didn't do anywhere near as much rotation, um, but that's working for us this year. I'll give Pete Wilkins a, a compliment there. He's he's uh, he's managing that um, that squad well. The way we work it is uh, Pete selects the team. He needs to show it to me, but he's got really good um, logic behind the way he's selecting that side at the moment. And and uh, most players um, are getting a chance. I said, <laughs> whenever you announce a twenty-three, there's always going to be with a squad of forty. 44, there's always going to be you know, 21 blokes who aren't so happy, but um, it's well explained to them. Uh, most are very, very aware that um, 
uh, we are looking to, to give opportunity to everybody. Friend also gave his assessment of what potentially awaits them against Brief on Friday night. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what side they pick. What we do know about the French is they tend not to travel well. Um, you know, and, and probably testament to a 41-0 beating by Cardiff. Uh, but they tend to be very proud of their home record. So uh, we've got them at home. So it'll be interesting what side they pick. Hopefully they pick their best side because um, if, if we... We want to go over there. We want to play against their best and, and prove ourselves against their best. So uh, we will wait and see what side gets announced on Thursday. But um, we will respect them and we do respect them. We'll be heading over there knowing it's going to be a tough affair. Um, but also knowing that um, you know, if we can if we can continue to build on our game and, and play the game the way we want to play it, um, that should cause a, a few issues to them. Connacht's forwards play has often been their saving grace this season and their improvement hasn't been lost on Locke Ushin Dowling. In terms of like the scrum and line, and I think the last kind of it's probably been building for a while now and it's we're kind of seeing some of the benefits from it. Um the work that Deval's been doing with us is starting to pay off. Um we've had some really good uh defensive performances as well in the air against teams. I think we're starting to make that a, a weapon of ours. So um, I think it's been a lot of work from last year into this year as well. And then Cully bringing a lot of focus to that scrum this year as well. So I think those two aspects have been really big for us. And we're starting to get some benefits from the hard work we've been putting in the last couple of months. Now, New Wales head coach Warren Gatland insists the country hasn't returned to the doldrums during his three years away. The Kiwi is back in the role that he held between 2007 and 2019, with next year's World Cup in France less than nine months away. Gatland says he'll be judged on how Wales performs in major tournaments, but disputes them being in the doldrums. Oh, no, I don't think so. I think there's, there's always, you know, it's always a bit of a roller coaster in terms of, you have, you have some success and good times and um, you're judged on, on two things, I think, and one's, one's the Six Nations and it's probably been a little bit up and down and it was you know, potentially a Grand Slam that could have been won, which just you know just slipped by and, and there's no doubt that COVID's had, a, had an impact on um, things in the last few years as well and, and so you know, Six Nations is incredibly important and also you know, trying to perform and well in World Cup years and that's kind of my focus now is to you know get this team up and running for for a good Six Nations some exciting warm-up games for the World Cup and then um, you know in France which is you know a little bit of a tricky group to get out of and that's but that's a challenge when we get out of that and um, you know you can you can go a long way in that in that tournament as well so it's gonna be a busy busy sort of 10 months but you know, really really looking forward to it. Gatlin was also asked about potentially losing some key players in the summer with changes of clubs likely to impact their availability to him. Wales has a 60 cap rule in place at the moment, meaning players based outside of Wales can only represent their country if they already have 60 caps to their name. But a number of high profile players are out of contract with Welsh provinces this summer and considering moves outside of the principality. Gatlin hopes those issues can be sorted to the benefit of all concerned. I think those, those things are all ongoing at the moment, the discussions and and, and um, I know the union are going through uh, doing a deal with with the regions and hopefully that you know gets sorted out in, in the meantime and hopefully we can get some final you know, decisions on that. Um, I think the challenge for the players is not is not England is is obviously France and Japan that's that's where the big money is at the moment um, and com- you know, that's that's you know where players have been targeted not 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 back across the bridge but. Um, 
I mean, the ideal situation is, and I've always said, is um, we want players based in Wales being selected from from the regions in Wales. That is always an advantage to the players who are here in terms of their preparation time with Six Nations and Autumn Series and, and World Cups as well um, from the release, and that gives them a huge huge advantage uh, by being based in Wales. And that's you know that's the ideal situation that we want, and hopefully we can keep as many players as possible. But I'm also aware that you know players as they do get older and come towards the end of their career do look for other opportunities and and I've never been you know always been comfortable with players being able to make the decisions that are appropriate for for themselves and the best decisions for them and their families going forward so you know there's, there's a lot of things at stake in that but I said that the number one thing is to hopefully get as many players playing their, their rugby in Wales to help us have the best possible chance of preparing and performing. Scotland prop Xander Fagerson is a doubt for the Six Nations after being ruled out for the foreseeable. He injured his hamstring while playing for Glasgow Warriors in the URC at the start of the month. Fagerson joins Darcy Graham on the sidelines with the winger expected to be out until at least February with medial ligament damage. And finally, Eddie Jones is to return to Twickenham sooner than most would have expected. He's to coach the Barbarians against a World Eleven at the home of English rugby in May. Jones was sacked last week after seven years in charge of England after a dismal autumn campaign concluded the country's worst year since 2008 he previously coached the barbarians in their narrow defeat to fiji three years ago that's it for today's rugby daily don't forget to subscribe to the otb rugby feed and to give us all of your good and positive feedback my name is richie mccormick and i'll have more rugby daily for you tomorrow